Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh House. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of another Dolphins Podcast. We tried to tell y'all. Just because the Dolphins have stopped playing football games, it doesn't mean the content is going to slow down. We have news dropping almost every day as we approach the NFL draft, as we approach free agency. And Merrick and Josh are joining me today to talk about the fact, the major news, Tron Armstead will not be retiring for the 2024 season. Joshua Houts, what are your thoughts? I mean, I guess I'm, we're happy, right? We ha- didn't want to have Are to we? fill that need on the offensive. I, yeah, see, I don't know. I was hoping one of you guys were going to start and let me know. Um, wouldn't we be on the books if he would have retired anyway? Wouldn't we still have to pay him something? Like, wouldn't he still be a hit against our cap, or am I mistaken with that? Because he, was... he would be treated as if he was a cut player, and you could do it as a post-June 1 designation or a regular one. But we have Merrick here, and luckily for us, he wrote a story on the Finsider today about that news. So, Merrick. Give me the uh, foundation here of uh, what we learned. Well, you know, it wasn't a whole lot. This this news didn't come from Teron Armstead himself. This was a report from the very uh, respected, highly respected, very esteemed journalist of the Miami Herald. This was Barry Jackson. Everybody loves Barry. I love Barry. You guys love Barry, right? Like After yesterday, people are mad at him after yesterday. Even him just writing that article about Jalen Waddle. But yeah, so yes, we love <laughs> Barry Jackson. But some people on Twitter are against him now, I think. People forgot how journalism works, right? I don't think Barry was saying trade Jalen Waddle. I think he was reporting what Mike Tannenbaum said. And even... That's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. We're talking about Teron Armstead today, but Barry Jackson uh, said that a a source he spoke to said that Teron Armstead is not going to retire uh, this offseason, and instead he's going to return for his 12th season in the NFL. Not necessarily. This is the tweet that, that, that not a lot of people saw, and even I didn't see it before I wrote my article, so it wasn't included, and I had to leave for work after I got it up, so I didn't even get to edit it. But uh, he said not necessarily for the Miami Dolphins. He's just planning on playing in the NFL. The Dolphins have a decision to make whether whether they're going to cut Armstead or not. Like you were mentioning, Jake, they could cut Armstead. You'd still have to pay him a good chunk of change. He'd still be on your books for, I don't know the exact number, but uh, not as much as the $20 million cap hit uh, that he is scheduled for this season if he does play for the Dolphins. But if he does... If he does get cut or he does retire, you still got to pay him some money, and then now you have a hole at left tackle that you have to fill. And as we all know, left tackles aren't cheap. So I would suppose I've tried to I've been thinking about this all all day myself, and I would suppose it is a good thing that Armstead's coming back. It's one less hole you need to fill. On the offensive line, we know the Dolphins have questions at center with Connor Williams, a free agent, at right guard with Robert Hunt, a free agent. Left guard is kind of up in the air as well. Is that Liam Eikenberg? Is that a rookie? Is that a free agent signing? So it really feels like the only position that's solidified 
on that offensive line is the right tackle spot with Austin Jackson. And now, hopefully, as long as the Dolphins do keep him, we do know that Teron Armstead will be back in the mix as well. And when he's healthy, which is a big if, because he's not often healthy, when he is healthy, he's one of the most dominant left tackles in the league. I put it in my article, though, of a possible 34 regular season games that Teron Armstead could play in. He's only played in 23 of them over the last two years for the Miami Dolphins. Um, And even a couple of those games, he only played a handful of snaps and then left, exited because of injury. So in reality, it's more like 20 to 21 games out of 34, which isn't great. It's slightly more than half. So last season, he was on the injury report for 13 of 17 games. He played in 10 games last year. 13 games in 2022. That means he's played in 10 games or less in two of the last three years. Merrick, you hit the nail on the head. When he is on the field, he is absolutely awesome. But, man, it felt like late in the year, it was kind of like – let me start by saying this. Early in the year, he did not look like a 32-year-old offensive lineman with four different injuries. The way he was able to get to the second level, the way they are able to um, run behind him has been absolutely awesome. Late in the season, man – if Tron Armstead fell over, it looked like a snowman collapsing. You'd see like Raheem Mostert run to the side to grab an arm to throw back onto him. You had four people trying to like pick him back up. He looked like he was in tough shape, and I'm not trying to hate or anything. Football's a hard sport, man, and he went through a lot. So he signed a five-year, $75 million contract prior to the 2022 season. His 2024 contract becomes fully guaranteed shortly after the new year. I think the date's March 16th on that. So, Josh, I want to ask you what you think the game plan is. But first, got to talk about the cap ramifications. So he has a $20 million cap hit in 2024. I think we established that. But if he is cut, that goes up to a $20, $24 million cap hit. Don't think they're going to do that. If they push it to a post-June 1st cut, you save about $8.8 million against the cap. Still got a lot of dead, dead cap, and that's a two-year uh, process if you push it past June 1st. A couple other options. Post-June 1st, trade opens up $13 million in cap space. However, a pre-June 1st cut or uh, trade, excuse me, only opens up about $1 million in cap space. Josh, there's some options here. What are you thinking? You know, you started this whole podcast saying, I don't know how to feel. Has that changed at all? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. 
And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, well, you guys definitely confirmed what I was saying and that they were still going to have to owe this dude a ton of money regardless, right? And then we're sitting here talking about a trade and we're on here talking about whether we truly deep down inside want Teron Armstead. So why is someone going to pony up a draft pick, take on that massive deal? Um, But I think what both of you guys have mentioned is when he's out there, he is playing at a top level still. And we do have to mention he was out. He only played 13 games in 2022, but he said he should have been out like week one. Right. So he battled through that entire season. So um, the injuries are definitely a concern. Um, And for me, I I just am sick and tired of cutting these guys and paying them to go elsewhere and play. Right. Didn't we do with Ryan Tannehill? Andre Branch was another name, I think. I have a couple other names written down, but the Dolphins have always got these guys on these big contracts, you know, paid over the moon. You said five years, 75 million. I don't want to cut him and still pay him, what, $14 million to go play elsewhere and then have a hole on that spot on the left side of the offensive line. I mean, um, I'm you're you're stuck between a rock and a hard place here. And I just feel like um, you can't, you can't get rid of Ron Armstead. You just got to look forward and try to hope that you can land his successor, right? Because that's what we need at this point. We need to know who's going to be that guy. Once Teron Armstead finally does hang up the cleats, because we all did think it was going to be this off season, at least a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah, it it was definitely a possibility. And it sounded more like a probability in January after the loss in the playoffs to the Chiefs. It felt like Teron really was leaning towards retirement, and then he probably looked at that uh, payday that he was owed, and he said, you know what? I'm feeling a little bit better, a month removed. I think I could, a little bit. Yeah, I could give it a go again. Uh-huh. I'm just hoping that no matter what happens uh, you know, with Teron, if he does return to the Miami Dolphins, I really hope that the conditioning team, the, the strength and conditioning team, and his personal guys – you know, because all these players have massage therapists and, and probably chiropractors and yoga instructors and Reiki, yeah. spiritual healing, snake oil salesmen. Yeah, they, <laughs> you, you hear all the, uh, you know, uh, about how much money these guys spend uh, of their salary each year to just, just stay in shape and stay on the field. I'm really hoping that Teron dumps a little bit more cash into that pile and can figure out a way to stay healthy because, like we said, he he's dominant when he plays, but he doesn't play more than slightly more than 50% of games. Uh, at least he hasn't over the last two, three seasons. And the problem is it's never just one injury for Teron Armstead. It's always like we, we joked about it, head, shoulders, knees, and toes like that. That was pretty darn close for Teron. I'm pretty sure it was a toe injury and like a shoulder injury and yeah. knee injuries and back. I think his back was locking up on him yeah, and back. Was, there, there was always something with Teron Armstead, and he never practiced. It was like clockwork on Wednesday. Teron Armstead, DNP, vet rest, slash, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. I, I'm fairly confident. I wrote a story in November that it was the first time Teron Armstead practiced all year, and it was freaking November. Yeah. But it, yeah. it's worth – he was great, though. It, it's crazy to think that despite all that, you kind of wonder, is it worth it? Like, Josh, can you really – find his replacement with that $8.8 million you're going to save against the cap and solve other problems too. I don't know what our thoughts on Kendall Lamb, right? I mean, I know he's up there in age, but he kind of, he kind of sat in there. Well, that's the thing too. Even if Teron Armstead doesn't retire any place for the Dolphins next year, you still have to have Kendall Lamb on this team or somebody of that ilk because you need the insurance policy for Teron Armstead because you know it's inevitable he's missing time. Josh, I don't want to cut you off, but I just want to say, you know, you're mentioning the idea of Kendall Lamb coming back. And I just want you to know that if if the Dolphins are driving this car and you're in the backseat saying, can we stop and get Kendall Lamb? 
We have Kendall Lamb at home, and his name's Liam Eikenberg. That, and you're gonna oh. like it. You are gonna like it. All right. Come on. Oh come on. Okay. okay well, so how are you gonna like start it. Liam Eikenberg at left tackle when he's gonna be our starting center? They're gonna start four guys on the <laughs> offensive line. This, <laughs> this, is well depressing. this is getting depressing fast. All I wanted to say is we're talking about how he hasn't really been available, but I'm looking at his career and he's really never played a full 16 game season. Before the Dolphins signed him, he only played eight games. Um, you know, so he's always missed time with an injury here or there. And um, I guess the Dolphins, you know, they're well aware of these injury concerns when they sign him. So I, I hope, like you said, he can get in that conditioning room and maybe we can see a full healthy season out of Teron Armstead because at one point, and even, you know, when he's out there getting healthy, you can look at the PFF numbers. He is putting up top tier left tackle numbers when he's out there. It's just uh, when you're banged up all the time, you're just not out there and you need that stout guy on that left side of the offensive line. Um, unfortunately, as much as I love Teron Armstead, you just truly cannot rely on him. And the Dolphins are in a hell of a situation here with what they've, uh, what they've got themselves into. Homerism here for sure. But um, I mean, there are some older left tackles in the NFL who are the top tier guys. I instantly go to San Francisco first and foremost. Um, Think about this though, the value, like Tron Armstead's on the books for $20 million and he has that capability to be a top tier left tackle. If he plays 15, 16 games next year, is that not one of the greatest values of the entire NFL for the entire season? Is I think that right there might be enough for me to say, all right, man, we're going to try this. I, I love a Kendall Lamb as a, as a backup left tackle. I don't think it's going to be like that. Hey, everyone threw a fit when Ryan Hayes came back. The Dolphins were able to bring him in. He was their seventh round draft pick last year. Show us what you got, Butch Berry. Maybe he'll be your backup left tackle. I don't think they'll be able to do something um, – great behind Armstead, but I just think that the juice wouldn't be worth the squeeze to do anything unless someone wants to trade some other left tackle and maybe a late round draft pick. But I mean, I don't think a trade would ever be just for cap savings if the Dolphins were to go to that route. You know, you make, you make a good point, Jake. Teron Armstead doesn't get paid as one of the top five left tackles in the league, in the league, but when he plays, he probably is a top five left tackle. So in, uh, you know, in that vein, the Dolphins got themselves a good deal. And that's what we all said as Dolphins fans that's when the cool. Dolphins signed Teron Armstead. Oh, what a great deal. What a great deal. Well, you got a great deal because he's a dented can. And so when the dented can has dents, you can't be surprised, frustrated, angry, whatever. You got to go, hey, I bought the, the pre-owned item. You know what I mean? I can't expect it to look like new and work like new. And, and Teron Armstead certainly doesn't work like new. That's a, he, I was surprised to learn that he was five years younger than me because do, when looking at that injury report, you would think he's a 65 year old man trying to play in the national football league here with everything that's going wrong with him. But you know, he's a bigger dude. He's entering his 12th season. He's got the wear and tear on the body. You just got to find a way to try and keep him as healthy as possible and have an insurance policy, whatever that may be. You mentioned Ryan Hayes. You know, he was getting some good reviews in camp before I believe he got cut and then went to Indianapolis and then came back to Miami later in the season. You didn't see much of him there. Kendall Lamb could be an option. He's Kendall Lamb's not young. Everyone's like, oh, Kendall Lamb should be our left tackle of the future. They're like the same age. And Kendall Lamb was has that was me that said that. No one else said that. And you guys correcting me on that pod. That was like uh, like a couple months ago. And I'm like, oh, maybe Kendall Lamb. And you guys are like, yeah, that dude's old as shit too. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> but and, and and he has his own injury history as well. Like he 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 is not. Uh, he doesn't have a clean bill of health all the time. So the Dolphins have a lot of questions along that offensive line. So I guess 
For me personally, what it boils down to is if you're going to be paying Teron Armstead a decent amount of money anyways, you might as well get him back in the fold for for however many games you get him back in the fold because at the very least, Teron Armstead is a leader and he's a, a, a ready and willing educator, almost like a coach on the field, and he helps the other guys around him get better. I don't think it's a coincidence that Austin Jackson is playing his best football as a member of the Miami Dolphins since Teron Armstead arrived. I think Teron Armstead probably taught Austin Jackson how to be a professional, probably taught him some 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 tricks, some tips, gave him some tips, and Austin Jackson has become a, a pro who just earned himself an extension. So there are plenty of positives to having Teron Armstead back with the team. There are some negatives to having Teron Armstead back with the team. But this is the NFL, and you can say that about a lot of players playing for the Miami Dolphins and, and many other teams as well. Great points. Great points, gentlemen. This was an absolute blast. We'll be back tomorrow. But that's all the time we have today. Thank you both, Joshua and Merrick, so much for joining us. The Dolphins are slowly figuring out the offensive line. Hopefully, Teron Armstead will be with us for next season. Thanks for tuning in. Fins up. Fins up, baby. Fins up. <laughs>